0: Going. We're okay. we're All right, and we're, we're back. back. All right, so I get to interview Wendy Smith because it's my idea. <laughs> so we were talking about, I don't know how Wendy came up in my mind, but we were talking about having a guest or something, and I... You and your mind were? Me and my mind. And I think you had posted something, and I <laughs> don't know Wendy as well as Amy does. I met Wendy when our... Children were in kindergarten together at a small Christian school and, um, well, and Emma kissed Micah in chapel. <coughs> Sounds fair. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. Sounds true. Mustang Sally. Mustang Sally. Um, no, I don't remember your kids, but because it
1: never it was crossed just, over.
0: Yeah, no. It was just one okay. year. You, wouldn't, you didn't even have babies yet when they were at PCS. Right. Yeah, no. Emma
1: and Micah were in kindergarten together. Together, and that was
0: the only year we were together. Correct, because I started um, homeschooling after that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so you and I stayed, but I met you there, and I met – And you were in the middle of some major life changes that we're going to talk about. And then, so we became friends on Facebook. And then when I homeschooled a little bit, I was um, welcomed into the forced family chaos, which was like my (laughs) children. Forced family chaos. Homeschool edition. And it was a field day. Oh, yes. Those are the best. And it was crazy. (laughs) And that's when you were all in with your goats. And my children... Emma, in particular, Mustang Sally, was obsessed with her goats. I have a picture. It's one of my favorite pictures of Emma ever. And she's just like holding a goat. And the whole way home, all I heard about we're the goats and can we have a goat and I was like we live in the city we're not getting goats and they were so upset they wanted goats and so that's kind of how we reconnected a little bit and then I became obsessed with your soap and shouted it from the rooftop and like would it was all that I used I bought it for everyone in my family thank you it's the best soap in the world do you still make
1: it it's, yes, yes we've had to pivot <laughs> that's my word pivot. she, she pivots word. yes
0: and then you started getting into foster care and I have just been in and one of your children is nonverbal autistic which I worked with that population for years and so it was really interesting to just see you so I've kind of observed you Amy's known you has I've just kind of observed your life and whenever I think of the <laughs> word perseverance, which I'm going to give the definition because that's my favorite thing, you're the face that I always think of. Like I wow. think of Amy, I always think of Wendy Smith. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, sh- there, e- every time the Lord, and perseverance in the Lord, not just like pull up your bootstraps and do something. You've always like been really honest about it and, and vulnerable about it and truthful. Hilariously honest, I think. (laughs) Hilariously. And like,
1: I have learned to verbally vomit less on people. So I've, well, I I miss
2: it. I like the more, I like the (laughs) Wendy unedited version. Yes. So
0: perseverance is persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. And when I think of that word, I always think of you. So, when I reached – so I reached out to the ladies and I was like, I want to have Wendy Smith on because she is the definition of perseverance in parenting, in marriage, in fostering, in homeschooling, in owning a small business. Like, to me, you your life is incredibly big and full and beautifully imperfect, I think, to me. And so as somebody else who has a beautifully imperfect life, like, hmm. like Amy said in our, our previous episode, like – you do not try to just have the highlight reel you're really honest and so from me who didn't know you very well who also had wild life and wild children who didn't fit into the Instagram perfect or house or homeschooling or any of those things I always felt seen by you in a good way in a like well, I know if the world ends, I could always go hang out with Wendy and she <laughs> would accept me, <laughs> even if I didn't. So anyway, I just wanted to reach. So can you just give us a brief testimony of, like, your life? Because I'm just – well, I'm honestly curious. life,
1: my life. I just
0: – I'm honestly curious.
1: all the way back to the day that you were born. <laughs> it
0: was a cold day and
1: <laughs> – so I am from Aroostook County, from the same town ooh, that ooh. Amy is from. We grew up in the same church. Our mothers are friends mm. and same school. So I, although I certainly have a very imperfect family, what I've now come to understand is I have, I was given a childhood I did not have to overcome. Mm. And what a, a way to word it. gift that was. And I, but to be clear, what's hurt in relationship can be healed in relationship. And even if that's not your story, right. it's okay. Yeah. So, um, so... I grew up in a Christian home. I accepted Christ as a very young age, had a uh, intact family, a loving community, loving and safe extended family, knew nothing else. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Bible school, college, and I met my first husband. That's your first clue. <laughs> <laughs> Numero! Oh. <laughs> that's your first clue that's your first clue that Uh, things are gonna change (laughs) um and we got married and we had two children and then he left Mm -hmm. so I had a at the time he decided to leave my kids were one and three Wow! and then he left when they were two and four I think I went with you To your divorce, do you remember that? And we went out to eat after. Yes, to Uno's. (laughs) To Uno's, because nothing says getting rid of the
0: first husband like it was wild. Yes.
1: So, um, Amy was with me when I went to get my dress from my first Mm -hmm. wedding because we were getting married about the same time. Mm -hmm. And anyway, so yes, Amy has been with me during these, and I, she gave me a blanket when I my divorce or not when I divorce, but my marriage was breaking up, and a very just comfy sort of gift. So Mm -hmm. that was. Changed the trajectory of my life. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I don't even know if I knew more than one divorce family. Like it was so outside yeah. of my sphere. You were um, going to have like
2: 12 babies. Yeah. I was
1: going to have a lot of kids. Maybe I was going to be a missionary. I didn't know my husband was a Bible college graduate. He was going to grad school at the time. Uh, And it was unexpected. The Mm -hmm. night before I found out, we were walking around the block. We lived in Bangor. We locked holding hands with our two kids in a wagon around the block. So I was sort of naive about maybe everything else that was happening and and brewing. Now, that doesn't mean I was a perfect spouse, just to be obvious and clear. Everyone can – no one is faultless in a situation. Mm -hmm. So – um. That changed the trajectory of my life. And I very quickly learned a couple of lessons, I feel. And uh, hit us. Hit us with them. Hit us with
2: them. This is Wendy. This is Wendy. I prepared nothing. I prepared nothing. <laughs> and here are the lessons I learned.
0: Number one. class, <laughs> out your pencils. <laughs>
1: One was, um, which should have been more obvious to me prior, which is that I, I needed the Lord to sustain me. I did not have the strength myself. And mm. I realized that that's really where God wants us to be all the time, mm. not just mm. when our life is crumbling, because it's that goes back to control being an illusion. Like we mm. think we have control of our life, but what, it doesn't have to just be relationships, whether it's health, finances,
0: whatever mm. the case may be. Mm-hmm. We're all
1: going to face these things where, oh, that is not where you know I need help mm-hmm. but really if we allow him to God sustains us all the time through good and bad so that was a huge good lesson for me that I I kind of believe that the lord presents us with these lessons and if we can learn them well they they will sustain us through other future difficulties and otherwise it's gonna be harder to learn it the next time i don't know if i Mm -hmm. said that well Mm -hmm. um,
0: oh no you said that well it's called the brick wall you'll end up hitting a brick wall (laughs) if you don't let yourself learn lessons preach yeah and
1: then i think the second big one would be pivoting so i think i could get stuck on what life should be Mm-hmm. Oh no no no! I'm internally screaming no no no! This is not what I want for my life. I love the Lord. I went to mm-hmm. Bible college. I want to have an intact marriage. I want to blah blah blah. And not only I want this is what God wants for me. So this is wrecking mm-hmm. what I want for my life, what God wants for my life, what is good, what should be. Mm-hmm. If you get stuck there, and again, it's not just for divorce. It's for we all are going to face it. Mm-hmm. Um. I just think it's it's not first of all it's not honoring to God. It's not honoring to God to get stuck in this place. Mm-hmm. You have to have some ability to pivot. Okay, here's where I'm at. Where do I go from here, Lord? Mm-hmm. Or um uh be flexible and and be willing to go okay, let's move forward from where mm-hmm. I'm at. So, it's
3: good.
0: That's
1: that Where definitely I, could be applied to any, any, yes. And don't
2: get stuck there. Mm-hmm. I have a tendency to. Or this, to this is not how my story is supposed to be written.
0: You are Sadly, but, we are not the author, and we don't right. get to choose that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: I had a therapist say to me once, "Wendy, no one is on Plan A of their life." Because mm-hmm. I was so stuck on, mm-hmm. "This is how it was supposed to be," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Wendy, no one, no one, everyone's on Plan B, C, D, E, F, Z, you know, Z." So, I, you know, I had, and I, I feel like I did learn that lesson because I've been able to apply that Mm. ongoing. So I was actually only a single mom for two years and I had to navigate, okay, where, where's, what's my place in the church now? How do I comport myself? How do I speak about my ex-husband? Um, Which which let me say, you always
2: honored him well. You did. And I feel like, did my mother-in-law speak into you about that sometimes? I I did
1: ask her some advice about that sort of situation. I feel like you both had conversations about that. But I felt like you always honored
2: him to your kids.
1: Yes. And I still would. Mm -hmm. Today, they're headed to New York to visit. And I said, I hope you have a great trip. We had Mm -hmm. good conversations about it. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And even from the outside, mm -hmm. and just knowing you a little bit, you... Balanced it really beautifully of being really vulnerable and raw about the process because it wasn't, I I can say that from what I've seen, it was not an easy process co-parenting with him. However, you did it with dignity. Dignity, yes. Dignity Mm -hmm. of your children but still honoring the truth and your feelings. So like you never – so it wasn't like weird, creepy bashing, but it was also not like everything's awesome and this is really great and then we're having a really great time doing this.
1: Correct. Mm. Correct. Yeah, Correct. you balanced
0: those things beautifully.
1: Well, thanks. So I <laughs> – Thanks. <laughs> well, thanks. Check. 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 I, was a, so I was only single mom for two years and then I think that's more when I met you. you yeah.
0: You were getting ready to marry Kevin, which not your Kevin and other right. Kevin. Yeah. And our Kevins are besties. So. Our
1: Kevins are friends. And so I have been married for over 15 years with my wow. second husband. It's amazing. And he has had had two, a child and a stepchild. So we were blending our families. At the time we got married, they were four, six, seven, and 13 And I was pretty naive about that. Well,
2: I I want to share one memory that I remember about this. I I thought you handled it with grace, but I also found it hilarious because it was literally two extremes marrying.
1: Because when Denali
2: was living with Kevin, I remember, like, she would eat, like, three things. That was her – that was what she would – like, nuggets or whatever, whatever. And everything had to be dipped in ranch. And Wendy was the mom who – I mean, if you had pizza for supper, you would at least have peas with your pizza as a vegetable. Like, never would it be just a junkie supper. And So the worlds collide there. Do you remember those conversations? No.
1: You don't remember? I have no – remembrance of so, that's a mercy of the lord, lord.
2: <laughs> and so you would said to me like this is really hard like like all the things are hard you know like so you were saying like even like meal time, like things that you wouldn't even think would be hard are hard when you're blending and so you guys had to figure out like my kids are still gonna have peas with their pizza but i guess denali can dip whatever she wants in ranch like kind
1: of like <laughs> and to be clear she turned out into a lovely yes well and he did an awesome job wonderful young yeah. lady and uh no, it was, I was drowning. Mm. It was, I thought being divorced was going to be my hard point. Mm-hmm. And then that didn't, mm. that was hard. <laughs> and then it got harder. <laughs> um, so, uh, yes, being, co-parenting, blending our families and, uh, which they don't really blend. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, they need to come up with another term for that. Um, mm-hmm. And step-parenting, co-parenting. Is it just because it's
3: always a little bit awkward? It, it's never
1: truly I think, meshed? Well, so if I were to say a regret of my whole life, which I don't have many, not because I think I'm perfect, I just don't, it would be to be a better stepmother. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I just thought we were different and it wasn't going to be us. Like I had done research before we got married, And I thought we were different. (laughs) I don't think I realized I thought we were different. (laughs) But we were. So I think there Mm. are loyalty issues. And Mm. your kids need to be able to feel that they can love both parties. And there's. Insecurities. uh, Yes. Insecurities. And then just Kevin and I, my husband, we have both have strong polar opposites sort of. So we had to really. We're still. We still. We clash still in 15 years in. Mm -hmm. We're like. Hmm. Mm -hmm. um that's Hmm. just who we are i guess but it's it's improved but Mm -hmm. so it's Hmm. it's just very hard but it's hardest for the children Mm -hmm. it is it was very hard for me but it is hardest for the children i could do a whole Mm. long
0: story about Mm -hmm. stepping right i guess that means she's coming back (laughs) um
1: so then uh raising children and then having a child who walked away from the lord uh I actually found even harder than divorce and blending step-parenting, co-parenting. And now going into foster care, it's like a whole different... uh,
0: (laughs) Hence the perseverance.
1: I I guess I live on some kind of chaos. There must be something in me that likes the challenge.
0: (laughs) So why did you guys decide to do fostering so you so you got married you got married second marriage you raised your children together his and yours and ours and all of those things and no, you, ours, right? no hours right did you guys have a conversation about that
2: oh does that <laughs> do you know that
0: I, I feel like I vaguely remember <laughs> so that this
1: was just a really deep yes I'm sorry I do totally remember this yes and so because mm-hmm. I wanted more children so well, that's that's mm-hmm. gonna go back to how it should be right because my plan my good plan right. yes was that's to right. have a lot back. of children mm-hmm. and so that was a hard hmm. um that took many years we had a, we went we were in counseling we had a lot of fights about that and hmm. it sort of just laid to rest mm-hmm. so yes no we
0: did kind have, of kind kind well, of guess, now you're raising little more cho- did
1: we um <laughs> I don't know if I can say this. But my husband said, I sure have a lot of kids for a man who had a vasectomy.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. So, you guys raised, I guess I meant ours, meaning you struggled with like, they were both like, you see his kids as yours and he sees your kids as yours. Like, so it was your children, but different. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Mixed, not blended. Um and then they they've all left the nest and then you two decided to foster parent at 50.
1: Yeah, so my <laughs> husband is 56 years old and I'm 47 years old and we actually well over 10 years ago we took we went through all our foster parenting course and we came to a roadblock that we paused which was good because we did not realize we were going to enter some challenges in our family. So mm-hmm. this has been something on our mind for a long time. I can't really tell you how or why just, Oh, well let's do this. We wanted to help children little, not really realizing that you have an opportunity to help families. That it's more than about the children that come to your doorstep. So uh, we were open to ages zero to 18. does that sound crazy? Just yeah. give us whoever you want. Um, <laughs> Wild.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: literally day in, she is literally
2: She's literally in shock. She's yeah. yeah. speechless. That's I why you're see... hearing no words from the other <laughs> mic.
1: <laughs> I sound like a flexible person. I don't really truly think I am, but I think I've grown to be more flexible
0: um because your first play- placement were teens weren't they
1: they were 11 to 11 year olds yes and um hmm. we learned a lot through that brief placement uh so i had kind of thought the department matched better so i never thought we would have little kids because i thought there are people out there that only want little kids i now realize there's almost no matching you know mm. it's just who is gonna who wears a bed for this child mm. um so heartbreaking so we uh Hmm. we said yes to a four and a half month old baby and a two year old boy and siblings siblings and they are yeah. still with us and we will be adopting them so wow. we did not see that coming no. um wow so that was what uh, two and a half or so years ago uh it was going on two years ago not quite two years ago that they came and
2: and you've had them 24 7 I mean lots of visits
1: and things but like Um, well there was a time for a few months that they spent a couple nights a week with their their Mm. mom and then there was a time that they had a trial home placement Mm. Um, but for the most part we've had them for two years so yeah we just wanted to help children my husband is amazing he is good with little kids and he's good with teenagers he's really good with all people he meets people where they are at he does not come to you with an expectation Mm -hmm. actually if you're going to talk about perseverance in the midst of a years-long depression which i'm not in anymore praise the lord um Mm -hmm. i said to him you just keep getting up you know like i just felt like how do you get up and continue i don't i didn't mean physically i mean his hope floated Mm -hmm. and i didn't understand it because i was not in that headspace at all he said what are you going to do just lie on the floor and give up? You have to keep going, Wendy. You know you have to keep mm. going. And so he has an ability to and to keep going to to dream, to see the potential and to make it fun at the same time, mm, so I have learned from him. You well. mean see the
2: potential in humans in
3: like, anything in All
1: situations? Yes, yeah, that's um, what I
2: observe of him. Like, I'd and never... he's like a wild mountain man,
1: kind of. Yes, mm-hmm. he lived in Alaska for fifteen years. I mean, even, even his looks. Everything's very redneck. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's a taxidermist. He's he like a
1: taxidermist. Yeah. Yes,
0: oh, okay. that was I. My children when he they went, he invited them into the shop. Mm-hmm. They. Their minds were blown. That's what he does
1: for a job? Yeah. Yes. Wow. And so he's so good at it. Provides a lot of flexibility. So his shop
0: And Wendy grew up with like
2: zero hunting.
1: We never zero. ate meat ever.
2: <laughs> and he like has like skulls cooking in pots now. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. It, it was. It, it doesn't seem so now. 15 mm-hmm, years mm-hmm. later. But it was a little bit of a rude awakening. Oh, actually, I did not. This has nothing to do with perseverance. But okay. I did not like animals at all. At all. So I'm dating him and he has a horse, a pony. Two cats.
2: One of them was mine that he was babysitting, and he meets Wendy and she takes it to the shelter. No,
1: so I did not do that. My husband did that ever way before we got married. So you'll have to ask him about that. I heard it was an
2: ultimatum by his fiance. Uh, no. so oh, I know. So go- my cat. Your cat. Like he babysat for us so th- prior to meeting Wendy. I
1: think there's more to that story. But I said, I think that's kind of a deal breaker for me. <laughs> I had seven animals, and I said, I don't really like animals. Little did I know I was going to become like this a goat, goat lover, chicken <laughs> lover, ducks we've had a lot of animals so um (laughs) it's
0: hilarious that That is hilarious that you don't like you didn't like animals because you literally to do that to us it's so true
1: it's kind of like you've said you never wanted to homeschool Mm -hmm. yeah they were weird homeschoolers are super weird so (laughs) i you could not have paid me to have an animal and i loved my goats i don't currently have goats but i loved my goats
3: you did love your
0: goats very much Goats are the
3: most adorable hilarious
0: creatures ever I do. So perseverance. You persevered through that one. (laughs) Through that one. (laughs) Love animals now. Making goats milk and doing all the breeding and the things and the yeah
2: (laughs) i you know what this story like it's i find it both like inspiring and and, like oh my word lord please like you're like and i thought this was hard and he sustained me and then this was harder but he sustained me and and then this was even harder you know so i'm like
0: okay ah, what's next (laughs) well so now that you're adopting these young children like you're you're in for another middle schoolers whole life life with these two boys (laughs) yeah well Wow.
1: Well, when I start to think I can't, I don't think I can do this. I remember I've been doing this for almost two years, you know, so we have seven therapy appointments every week with all of the different therapies up until recently. We had visits. Um, We have a specialized preschool and there's some stuff I can't say, but so, Mm -hmm. and we have some, we have some big, we have a therapeutic level child and we have our bodies keep score, right? So we have some, some um, triggers and trauma, and uh, did you just come up with that, or do you know there's a book called that? I do know that. Okay, I that, yeah. <laughs> when you uh, an insane
2: researcher and reader, I feel uh, like you always
1: yes, that's drafted. And you're you're your friends with Shannon, uh, Wheeler. Cook. Cook, oh, Shannon Cook, yes, and i and she seen loves her for a long that time. book. Oh, she does. Our body our keeps th- the score. That's mm-hmm. a good it's pretty significant, I would yeah. say, that what our physical bodies. Yes, that's amazing. Um, What's it called? Our body. Our bodies keep, or, keep the score. Yeah, or the body keep the, keeps score. Or yeah. The body yeah. keeps yeah. score. Ooh, um, yeah, our bodies keep the
3: score.
0: No, mm. it's keep keep going. You're talking about now you're you're she's giving me this look. It's hilarious and adorable. Mm-hmm. That you're now in your mid late 40s. I love you. I'm there too. And so is my husband. And you're now parenting again. You're starting over. Body with has a, tri- triggers. That was Yeah, but was. he's therapeutic. And one of them is and it's not like you picked the Lord gave you like easy peasy. The Lord gave you right. a, a nonverbal child.
1: So, I was at this women's Bible study once and it was one of the questions was so what is harder and so they gave this list if you're if you're in poor health if you have a relationship that's challenging if your finances are if you have a, or you're in a career impasse whatever the case may be mm-hmm. so we're all literally choosing okay what's the harder thing mm-hmm. and the point of it ended up being that whatever is harder is where you're at right right now, right now. Mm. so it may be unfair to say that mm. having mm. a child who walked away from the lord is the hardest because i'm i'm past my divorce the lord yes. the same but also we build muscle that way so mm-hmm. i learned that i was going to make it mm-hmm. and i would say in my early years of marriage to my husband now my second marriage i wasn't sure i was going to make it like mm-hmm. i literally didn't know if our marriage was going to fail Mm -hmm. Um, I was dealing with really quite significant depression. Mm Um, did you know
2: it at the time that you
1: were, I did, did, I tried medication. I did not feel like it made any difference whatsoever in my life. And, um, I, I have been to therapy numerous times with Mm -hmm. different people. Um, and I remember emerging slowly out of that Mm -hmm. depression and, I'm not one who cares very much about my appearance, but putting on my pink converse. I and, remember that post. <laughs> and saying, oh, Wendy is, I'm here. I have survived this challenging time in my life. I'm, I think I'm going to be okay. And mm-hmm. I needed to come to the realization that I was going to be okay. And for me, it was depression you know that was Mm -hmm. that was for me that it might be something different for someone else well
0: and I think Mm -hmm. looking from the outside in and someone who also struggles with trauma I can't imagine like if I put myself in your position now you're in a new marriage and that first one didn't work and so I'm sure there was constant panic as you got closer to however long you and your first husband were married you and Kevin getting to that number is like is this when this sneaker is gonna drop is this when the sneaker is gonna drop is this when the shoe is this what like because you're trying to you're and then the you, you because you have that your body kept the score too so you have this internal trauma of triggers yeah of I don't I don't know how to do marriage obviously like that's how I feel about mothering like well I can't do this I don't know how to mother like my mother was crazy so how do I, I'm gonna fail this time oh I'm gonna fail this time and then each time the Lord sustains you and you you do you grow a little bit of a muscle and then it becomes easier I say in quotes but it's more that you you've gotten stronger it's not that the thing is easier it's that you're stronger Mm.
1: I think that really is true and I think building muscle is the best way to describe it because just like with our physical bodies when we practice things and we overcome things we have more confidence the next time we're we're hit with something we mm-hmm. have more ability we have muscle memory and so our muscle memory is when something hard happens that i'm going to be okay yeah. i have gotten through something hard before here's what was restorative to me here's what was helpful to me here's what was not i don't want to mm-hmm. go to those things again and um and i i looking back it just seems like this beautiful tapestry Mm -hmm. going through it it was the messy backside and I still feel like that Mm -hmm. when someone says to me something about foster care so Mm -hmm. my so my older kids love my little kids they love coming home they're excited about three days in they're like this is sheer chaos Mm -hmm. there is so much crying (laughs) there are so many needs and it's true like Mm -hmm. um it's it is a every day is a Real challenge. It's been relaxing to sit here with my beautifully tasting coffee. So, um, Aww. so the the reality is, and I think this was important to me in both my my ability to pivot and my depression would be it is messy, and that kind of goes back to what you said about Instagram or highlight mm-hmm. reel or something like that. That, um, it's a lie. <laughs> it really is. And in comparison, that's something you and I talked about before we even had said, kids. Yeah. That. Um, Heidi Murray I got yes, that from her me too mm-hmm.
2: um, it's the split second picture of your coffee before it spills it literally is and yes. it's good to have that picture mm-hmm. okay, it is good to have that picture but just to know like probably right, right outside of that little s- screenshot there's yeah. like there are those moments
3: there's in time, time that are like oh, yes but then it quickly turns to what. yeah
0: Yeah. and
1: it yeah so it's real yeah there was a real beautiful moment mug (laughs) peace and quiet yeah um so i think it's good to celebrate those real times Mm -hmm. but i needed to hear from other and this is still the case Mm -hmm. whether i was a single mom um a, a new stepmom whether i'm a foster mom a mom of special needs kids it kid. sounds like you're talking about 10 different people by the way <laughs> and it's just
0: her it's, it's just us. you yeah <laughs> i
1: need to know that someone else is struggling and it doesn't yeah. be That is we're, why we're here that is yes. why we this podcast <laughs> yeah. so cuz i it's not that i'm commiserating in misery no. it's that oh what worked for you and let's yes. talk about it and so Yes. As even women, just that's hearing, so important. Yeah, yeah. Just
3: hearing your hard stories, just mm-hmm. putting those out there. You don't even have to define it mm-hmm. or disclaim it. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can literally just come and be like, this, was, this was
0: hard. And it gives people hope. And that blesses hope. people. Yeah. It gives people hope. Because I think we do, I think it's because we were built, God created us to be in relationship and community. Mm-hmm. And the more real and vulnerable we are with each other the more we see the spirit of the lord like that Mm -hmm. is what god that's that's the the heaven on earth like when Mm -hmm. people are both when we are willing to be in a space where we can even from afar, like me and you b- seen each other in each other's presence three times. But I know, like, there's this understanding. I'm not joking. When I was like in the throes, I was like, well, you know what? Me and Wendy Smith would always survive the apocalypse together because we would just <laughs> milk the goats and our kids would run barefoot and it would be fine. Like, there was that sense that because you were being real. It made me feel brave to be be real too. And Mm. it made me feel safe. Like, okay, if if Wendy Smith can do all of these things and she still loves the Lord, I can get through this thing Mm. and still love the Lord.
3: It's that quote, uh, your brave is someone else's breakthrough. Yes.
0: Yes,
2: yes,
3: yes,
1: yes. Yes. Well, and Mister Rogers says what's mentionable is manageable, mm-hmm. and so being mm-hmm. able to Mister
0: Rogers, that's beautiful. <laughs> Say that again. Hold on, I need to hear that again. <laughs>
1: what is mentionable is manageable. manageable.
0: That is so true. Is that because it's always well? Like, and
2: that's like in the Bible, like bringing it to light. Satan, if we if we mm-hmm. don't bring it to the light, Satan wins. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. That's a verse. So Jesus did the blood of the Lamb piece. It's our job, the word of our testimony. It's our job to speak whatever needs mm-hmm. to be spoken.
0: And and then Satan's defeated. Right. Because if you mention it, then it's not a secret. And when things stay in secret, that's when the narrative can become so big and ugly. Right. What did he mean by that? Just out of curiosity. Do you know?
1: I think he meant that being... Once you're able to verbalize whatever it is, your pain, your story, your um, questions... Your fears. then Your fears, then... That's that's a large percentage of the of of getting to where you need to be
0: with it is power Yeah. And <laughs> then, manage it. Yes. Manage the fear.
1: And I think it can even evolve. So I I wanna be careful what I share, but someone close to me was uh, dealing with some suicidal thoughts within the last year. And so this person was able to tell mm-hmm. their family that and I think that's pretty unique to be able. So there, so that's brought into the light. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this. There's no shame. Mm-hmm. There's no. Mm-hmm. Um, let's. What? How can we work around that?
2: Right. I think our culture too. What I wanted to speak to when you talked about openly, which I'm so thankful for, about struggling with depression, about trying medication, about going to counseling. At least Wendy and I grew up in a culture of. You don't talk about that, and you shouldn't need that if you love the Lord. Would you mm-hmm. agree with that?
1: I would even say that I was um, subtly taught. Subtly, even, no yes. No one was saying this. Right. The message that there are bad feelings and there are good feelings, and I don't believe that anymore. So it was really important <laughs> to me to be allow, to allow myself mm-hmm. and to be allowed to – Mm -hmm. Be mad, sad, Mm -hmm. frustrated, Mm -hmm. whatever the, Mm -hmm. quote, Mm -hmm. bad feelings were. Because I don't believe they're bad. We feel our feelings, Mm -hmm. and then we get up, and we keep going.
0: I think so, too, for me, as someone who was raised in trauma and became, I became a Christian at 16 through Rachel's family. And I was just writing about this the other day, that the first time I had ever heard someone a pastor or someone in authority speak about abuse, I was 42 years old. Mm -hmm. And so I just kept, and Mm. that spoke into it like, and he he had been abused as a child. And his name is Ms. McConnell and he's a pastor out of Scotland. And I remember it being the biggest light bulb, earth shattering thing that ever happened to me because I had never... And so if you never hear about it, you feel as even as a Christian, even with all the hope of the Lord, Mm -hmm. I felt less than I felt like there was actually something flipping wrong with me Mm -hmm. that the Lord had to make me go through all of this suffering. So I must be something really less than because Mm -hmm. nobody else was talking about Mm -hmm. their abuse and like, how the Lord used that or that it was glorifying to the, like, so that, because it was, I couldn't manage it because no one else was saying it. Like, that's Mm -hmm. why I think that Mr. Rogers quote was so, Mm -hmm. like, I made you say it again. It's like, how different my walk with the Lord would have been as a teenager and as a woman in her 20s and as a woman in her 30s if people would have been brave enough to say it. And they, there, I think I would have managed my, my trauma so much different. And it wouldn't have taken... So long for me or feeling like I was in the void. Mm -hmm. I I still was managing it through that time, but I was in a, I felt Mm -hmm. I was in a void.
3: I do think there's a glitch in Christianity where there's, as soon as you're a Christian, think of new Christians, which I was brought up in a Christian home, but by new Christians. Mm -hmm. And also just some experiences in, I think there's like this glitch where it's like we're not we're not different we're the same we're the same sinful people we just have a savior and we do start to make choices because of our faith and to to walk towards the lord but we still struggle
2: sometimes very much so with all, of the, same, all yeah. of the same all of the
3: same sins I can think come it's into shifting. our life
2: I do think it's shifting but when we were younger
3: I think it depends which circles you're in. I think there are still circles where it is not shifting. It's not shifting at at all. I don't see it shifting as a whole. That could be be
1: true. Our culture is definitely shifting. I think there's a shift to more vulnerability. Yes. I just went to a women's Christmas event uh, at my church right before Christmas with my friend. And she's in a Bible study. And I was feeling a little jealous because I'm... I'm caught up with toddlers, and I can't do stuff like that right now. And she said, "What I can tell you is everyone's hurting. You know, Mm. everyone, everyone's hurting." So I think even Mm. the fact that she knows that and people are sharing that shows Mm. a shift. But I also think that, like you said, there's no us and them. I I don't know if you're a Harry Potter fan, but um, Sirius Black says something like, "The world isn't split into Death Eaters and good people, right?" Right? So it's Mm. not like this black and white. Right? Those are bad. That's bad. That's good. We're just we're a mix and as a Christian you have your old nature and your Mm. new nature and um it's just trying it's a battle and it's a battle yes Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I needed in the in the hardest times of my life I have needed to know that I was not alone which Mm -hmm. is the purpose of your podcast right right. is that Mm -hmm. hey Mm -hmm. here's what we're going through hey I've got a mom I've got little kids I've got teenagers Mm -hmm. what's working what's not yeah Mm -hmm. I
0: think that there's just that that and I think that's where we get our perseverance. Like, mm-hmm. again, I think we are creatures that need relationship. And so, again, I know we do, we're I'm not nearly as close as you and Amy, we bear, but you were always that thing. Like, I was like, okay, there she is. She's persevering. Or when I see Rach do something and mm-hmm. I see her persevere or I see Amy persevere, when you see your brothers and sisters in Christ pushing, you're like, okay, I can I can push too. I can survive this too. Or you know, we, we are built to be in the, the, the body of Christ. And so we all are literally, in, literally. <laughs> and so we're all in it mm-hmm. together. And if we're all willing to speak our truth, and we all, like Amy always says, we let our walls down first so that somebody else will let their walls down. All it's going to do is, I loved when you said hope floats. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, a high tide raises all ships. And so if we're all willing to to try and to, to lift up our water, you know, Mm -hmm. in our own self and just do the next right thing or the, the, yeah,
1: that's, is that that a quote from her? her, mm -hmm.
0: So I think that's super good
1: advice, right? Is if, uh, especially if you're in a hard time, especially if you're in depression, I can speak to that, doing the next thing is the best advice. Mm -hmm. So if you start talking to someone about these, about a broad perspective or Mm -hmm. it's too much, Mm -hmm. um, I think you really need to hone in on, okay, Mm. take a shower. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. that's something Uh, I feel like I want to get better at
3: helping others with. Mm -hmm. Um, is the little things that matter. COVID helped me with that because like it broke apart my family in some ways. We all, there weren't two of us that agreed. Mm -hmm. There weren't two of us agreed about the presidential election this past couple years. There wasn't two of us that agreed about even within our family. Like it was pretty polarizing. Mm -hmm. And that threw me and God retaught me in that how to make someone a cup of tea Mm -hmm. and and talk about something other than like the things that we feel super passionately about that we're like really angsty about and like, oh my gosh, you know, it's like, uh, how are you, how are you feeling in your physical body today? Like, how is your heart space, regardless of all that, how are you and would you like a cup of coffee? How are you and can I make you lunch or something like that? Like going back to the basics and like the next right thing, uh, we have a friend who's very, very sick and Amy and I have tried to make a point to go over and help her clean sometimes where it's like the most basic thing Mm -hmm. is the next right thing. Mm -hmm. It's literally the load of laundry. It's Mm -hmm. literally just wiping down the surfaces because someone can't do it or it's offering that cup of coffee or off, you know, and it it helps – boil life down so for someone like me who wants a very grand life and and an adventure and I really don't actually what I really want is to just lay on the sofa for the rest of my life but Mm -hmm. in my mind I want this grand adventure Mm -hmm. and God keeps showing me it's really just about doing the mundane things every day really Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. to your best and being joyful in those things and being willing to show up when you're needed uh, from being a mom, it's like just being willing to be there and being available, being the soft place to land, being the person that will still make you a sandwich or a cup of tea or when, you know, m- m- for my teen, whenever he's hurting, he still comes to me. Yep. Whenever he's physically, mom, my arm hurts. I landed on it skiing. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. he still comes to me and I, you know, I need those moments, but
0: and I lost my train of thought. Well, I think it's that, <laughs> and it's gone, and that's perseverance. Because I think, uh. like you, I think Wendy said it so well. Like you got through those things, and when you now, when you look back, you're like, oh, that that divorce wasn't so hard, but like, yeah, n- uh-huh. no, it was, but it's not a open. Uh-uh, it wound. was really, really hard, but now, but now you can look back and be like, oh, I, but you the reason wasn't hard is because you just kept going. You just... And you learned... The Lord blessed that. Like, I think...
1: Even... Well, even though God heals us, we are... I kind of believe we're kind of really responsible for working on... For healing ourselves. And so... Mm -hmm. um, You you just can't lay on the floor and, and die you have to you have to keep <laughs> yes. going and then sadly
0: there've find- been many times <laughs> i've been on the bathroom floor but you can't you have to get up you have
1: to find i was going to say something else i missed it <laughs> uh you have to find the bright spots and live in that moment and i think uh that also plays into social media this idea that i want to have this and, and it's good and it's good i want this grand sort of thing going on but when you're going through a tough time Mm -hmm. that's just not going to probably not going to be helpful you have to think through okay Mm -hmm. so my husband and I aren't getting along and our kids aren't biological siblings and this so I'm back to the eight days of blending the family how Mm. you know how am I what can I do today and so I remember one time I wanted to do a special date with our girls and I had bought them new teacups. We were doing a tea party. I was making all these special things mm. and the inside of my house was, which is a constant battle for me because I'm a messy person <laughs> that has not changed. I'm continued to be a very messy person. Um, it was just a wreck and I'm like, this is not the atmosphere that I wanted at all. And then I'm getting upset about it. So I'm bringing this tension to this thing that's supposed to be a nice thing. I decide, okay, so again, we go back to pivot. That's just the word. There's no better word. I'm a basketball player, so Mm -hmm. it's perfect. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to take this outside. I live in a beautiful place where I can't see any other houses, and there's nothing prettier than the outside. Mm -hmm. So I literally take my table outside and all my tea things, and I have beautiful pictures of that day, Mm -hmm. and I slowed my breathing down, and I enjoyed it. And that was sort of like a turning point for me. I think my girls were probably about eight. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, you are bringing your own uh, failures and expectations to these um, special moments. And you're going to ruin them Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you can't Mm -hmm. get a hold of yourself and and just, you know, Mm -hmm. accept the fact that you did not get your house." clean the way you wanted it to mm-hmm, be for mm-hmm. this so what can you do instead mm-hmm. so and not beat yourself That's up so good. and not
3: I, just this morning uh i started snipping it i am definitely pmsing right now mm-hmm. all the things <laughs> but henry so in it, we created this closet and the doors wouldn't close and i wanted wendy should she walk past the <laughs> place where you can see that way <laughs> i wanted to be able to see my christmas tree in all of its glory but i just wanted i wanted the i wanted the view to be the what i saw yes, in my mind yes, and yes. not a pile of legos with the doors open i wanted to be able to close the doors and so i and henry was like mom come on like i'm going to play with them and i was like no i want you to clean up your legos i want to be able to close the doors and he's just sort of like what? like it's really not that big of a deal but i had a very Mm -hmm. specific thing so i'm stressing now Mm -hmm. about the view (laughs) i don't think you even went over there i mean i did did not i'm stressing about because i've already (laughs) need to go over there well (laughs) i try to imagine what someone else is gonna think or or do Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. and i want there to be like sort of a seamlessness Mm -hmm. to it all whereas it makes me feel so good. Kids bring the chaos, and they there's no seamless. Mm-hmm. There's there's all these bumps, and, mm-hmm. and why, why I just stepped on a Lego, and I didn't want your racetrack for your car to be in my living room because it's blue and orange, I and I saw don't do
1: that. that. I did see that. I,
2: okay.
0: And I was I so
3: proud of you. I don't like that. Well, it, you're proud of me? I, it's like pinging me, and I'm triggered, and I'm literally like, I hate this thing in my house. <laughs> I hate it.
0: But I, I was hate so it. proud because it hate shows it. that you love no, hate Henry it more. <laughs> I,
3: it's like a it's like a broken record, and I can't turn it off. <laughs> and when I, and when I'm in there, and it's all so. There you go. That's my stress. Mm-hmm. That's my real.
1: So, That's- but it's a balance, right? Because you bring, and I don't really know you well. I just see Instagram. I just was in your beautiful home. You bring beauty to the world. That's mm-hmm. how God has gifted you, it's and I, I suspect you find it restorative, right? To have. Uh, Almost to a fault. <laughs> so that is your wonderful gifting. It's a blessing and, he, and a curse, though, right? Yes, it is. So you—it's so, the balance of yeah. each mm-hmm. day. Okay, so um, Diary of an Honest Mom is an Instagram account, and she says. Each day, I choose presence, productivity, or peace. Presence, productivity, or, or peace. Oh, we love her. Who and is she? So we love Wendy <laughs>
2: quotes. She's, given, she's dropped
1: like l- 10. latched on to that. And I don't just do it for a day. And it has been very helpful presence, to me. Presence, productivity. So you so choose like, the
0: word the You get to day? pick. You I can't pay, do okay, all three. So
1: if I'm having a big family gathering on Tuesday, which happened this week, Monday, I, I have to choose productivity. I have to get mm. all the things done. There's mm. no other option.
2: Okay. Tuesday, but, you're going to choose but presents. Tuesday,
1: I'm going to choose presents. I'm not going to be in the kitchen when my family's there. I'm going to choose to make this all about being really present for my family. I that love
0: this. is amazing. I, we
3: have to have you back and do a whole podcast that's yes. called that. That's so good. Presents, productivity, and, it, and peace. It's not my original idea, that. but
1: I actually, so I have a chalkboard wall and I I just erased it for a family for Christmas, what I wanted to write it for Christmas, but I wrote it right on there because I need a reminder. you say each day you I choose? Said, Which today, with an arrow, you know, presence, productivity, or peace. And so... Because you really can't have all three. You can't have all three.
2: And so what would peace? How is peace different than presence? I
1: think as a Christian, I'm going to bring a certain thing to that. But for me, um, I have a beautiful clawfoot tub that I waited 12 years to have running and able, you know, so I waited a long time. Mm -hmm. Am I never going to go read a book and soak in that tub because I have stuff I need to do? Because I'm, I am a chaotic sort of person. I'm messy. I'm always going to have stuff I have to do. I'm Mm -hmm. never going to go to bed and say, wow, my house is so clean. It's just never going to happen. So Mm -hmm. I'm always going to have stuff to do. So I have to choose Mm -hmm. that I'm not going to make soap tonight. I'm not going to clean something I am going to choose peace for myself tonight and that's going to mean a long bath with reading a book or Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be Mm. so so good that That's it so just good. was brilliant. Mine's are blown. I, my mind, mind is, blown. is literally blown. Oh <laughs> I'm my. like jealous of that podcast
3: already. I'm like, well, it's a podcast or a book. You're coming so, back? No, I, I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I, oh, 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 I already yes. want to do that one. Yes. Like, I want. I wish we had more time and could just roll right into something like that. Can we? It's so 11:32. It's so, you got time? Yeah, we had to. <laughs> she,
2: she has to go has at 11:30. She has to be done. <laughs> <laughs> <Are
3: we, laughs> it just means we get to have you back. Yeah, yeah. I to make you
1: another cup of coffee. That was. Yeah. This is like. Oh. A very happy place for you. This was a beautiful cup. <laughs> it was a lovely... Whatever machine you made that on, I need that. That was beautiful. Nespresso. Nespresso. Your,
3: feel free to, to support us, Nespresso. Uh, we'll do a commercial about you. They do make the best cup of coffee. It's like... You feel like so you good. have like a thousand dollar machine, but it's yes. really just wonderful.
2: <laughs> we love you, Wendy. You're Wendy, amazing. thank, oh
0: thank you so much. You're such a. Yeah. Gift. I have
3: three pages of titles just from
0: <laughs> talking
2: with you. Just
3: you one are a wealth time. of knowledge,
0: so. and you are the definition of perseverance. So now you have to go persevere <laughs> Get
2: your yes. toddlers. I'm going to go pick up and be a mom. What's your day going to be today? Is it productivity? Or presents? Oh, that was a good question. So, because
1: we're coming off the holiday season, and I've had we've had a lot of household of six. It's been busy. I'm choosing presents for this afternoon. We have okay. Um, we basically have a sensory wonderland in our shop. We have like a corn pool full of corn. We have a bounce house, a trampoline, a sandbox. (laughs) Wow! (laughs) And I'm just gonna dive in, and we can do all the stuff I don't care for, which is slime, play doh. I don't like (laughs) any of that stuff. Oh. Out of my house, yes. out of your house, yeah, and your big kids are gone. Will, and my two older kids are headed on a road trip, okay. and so we I'm going to choose presents. Okay, that's so with good. Your two littles, with my two little kids, yes. Yeah. And will Kevin be like puttering in the shop while you do it? He is. Yes, he'll be working. He's yeah. hoping, always hoping to work, mm-hmm. but I need him a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of cozy. You're all together. Sure, That okay. does sound Ish. <laughs> And I think that's really, I want to land yeah. on that again, is that it all sounds yeah. in a snippet or a soundbite sure. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Life is so messy, and it would have been a service to me if someone had told me yeah. that it's going to be messy. And if you are constantly your expectations are up against that wall that it's not messy. You're just going to be disappointed all the time. That's so good.
2: That is such a good way to end right there. That's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks, Wendy. Wealth of knowledge. we you